Welcome to 10 Minutes With. It's a podcast for people who want to listen to podcasts but don't have all day. I'm Therese Maine and I'm a fast talker, so get ready for a quick chat with someone you might be interested in learning more about in about 10 minutes. Today we've got Jordan St. Cyr. He's gone through some pretty trying times and he's still going through them now, but God is with him and giving some great inspiration for songwriting, including his current hit, Fires. God has always uh, had my heart in this in this deep way where I, I was always, I was never afraid to dive right in, to get right to the meat of it. Um, just just to be an open book, to be vulnerable. I feel as artists or maybe even as believers, you know, we're called to have thin skin. And, and in that way, we are vulnerable and we can, I think that's where we can make an impact. Uh, so I feel like more than a, you know, more than a songwriter or more than a singer, anything, God has given me the gift of vulnerability, um, especially in songwriting. And you grew up kind of with songwriting in your blood. Wasn't your dad in the music industry? He, he was a songwriter and a singer. Uh, a very good piano player, guitar player. And uh, I was just talking uh, uh, to him about this the other day, but uh, my dad loved Keith Green and he would play the Prodigal Son Suite. If you haven't listened to it, it is a masterpiece. And my dad learned that. And and growing up, that's what I'd hear, you know, this, this just beautiful piano music. Um, and so while I was an athlete in my younger years, I think eventually all the music around our house uh, that he, he played on, on our stereo system and on the piano and on the guitar and the songs he wrote just eventually had an effect in me uh, that, you know, I just got to the point where I'm like, I got to do this. I got to be a part of this. Let's talk about Emery uh, because yeah. your daughter, Emery, is she three now? Uh, she turned two November 15th. Are you in terrible yeah. twos? I hate to ask that because I think twos are fun, but a lot of people hate that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just throw this out there. Our boys were really easy, you know, really easy. And then uh, Willa, our, our, you know, our oldest daughter, she's five now or six now. And uh, she wasn't terrible, but Emery. And you know what? The the funny thing is that I couldn't be more grateful for how terrible her twos are <laughs> because the fact that she can be terrible means that she's a fighter and she's fierce. And uh, so we are definitely like she is climbing on everything. She has got an attitude. She wants those jammies, not the ones she's wearing. You know, oh, yeah, terrible. I found that uh, children who are stubborn and I'll just say that strong-willed, stubborn, however you want to say it. Yes. Um, what's yeah. what's really terrific about them is that when they are convicted in their faith, they are deeply convicted and not easily mm. moved. And so be encouraged by that, that if you build awesome. a foundation in her life, she will probably become like the fiercest champion for Jesus, <laughs> you know, as she, I love that. as she grows. Now, when Emery was born, she had a, a brain disorder. And yes. how is she doing? We've been to, you know, more appointments, uh, more hospital visits than we can count. Um, but over the last... I'd say six months, we've just been kind of getting updates from our doctors. You know, we haven't been able to go in for our appointments uh, and they kind of, you know, were leading us to believe that there was a big event coming, you know, like, like kids with this disease have, you know, some have hundreds of seizures a day. It's absolutely, uh, you know, terrible. Um, but as we kept in contact with our, our doctor, we'd have these conversations they started kind of coming up with theories as to why, you know, things weren't happening. And, you know, we, ha like I said, we, we haven't been able to get to the hospital uh, for uh, continued brain scans to see the development of this disease. So every day feels like, 
you know, we're taking it, uh, you know, by faith, you know, God's calling us to live in the moment and, uh, and he's just taking care of us. And so we're getting this information from our doctors and they are, you know, talking about weaning her off medication because two years being seizure free, um, you're seizure free. Um, so, so she's doing amazing. She's developing well. She's, you know, like I said, running around the house, being a terrible toddler, uh, in the best kind of way. So, uh, we, we feel we've experienced just a miracle with this little girl. I once heard a quote that said, uh, regarding speaking, you know, like if you were going to be a Bible teacher or something like that, that you should not speak from your wounds, but speak from your scars, that sometimes you need a little bit of perspective. Mm. You need like a little bit of victory. But you are in the middle of a very trying situation, and you're yeah. a songwriter. <laughs> and yeah. you're, you're kind of on the cusp here of, of really making it. Uh, what are you learning in the wound? We don't speak from the... Um, idea that we're a victim. You know, I don't feel like we are a victim of something. I feel like we were chosen. And so I think when we speak from that point of view, um, God gets the glory. We don't, we don't turn it on ourselves to fill some sort of need um, that we're feeling needs to be filled. Like God fills that. Are there big lessons that God is showing you that you're like, Ooh, that could be a song. <clears throat> oh, the songs, my goodness. Like this is, this is the deepest well I've ever encountered in my life. I think it's so deep uh, to like so many songs will come from this uh, moment or season in our life is because um, it's so relatable. You know, we're we are all looking for someone to lead us out of a difficult season or lead us through or pull us out. And, um, you know, as believers, we know that our hope is in Jesus. And I think myself as a songwriter is just I'm just someone who gets to remind people of our relationship with God. He is the giver. You know, we are the receiver. He is the father. We will never outgrow, you know, being a child. We will always need our father's love. And I just get to be someone, and I'm so grateful to be, you know, to remind people of where we stand with him. I hate to use the phrase making it because I think that's like a, a carnal thing, you know, and God, <laughs> sure. God can make us, you know, long after yeah. we're not on this earth anymore. But, you know, as a musician, you've been writing for a long time. You've been, you yeah. know, recording for a long time. And here you are now. You have a song that's like getting noticed on the radio and people are singing it. And the natural progression is to like go hit the road and, and tour and, and see right. people and do live concerts. And then... COVID. How is that? <laughs> right. How is that sitting with you? I mean, have you wrestled with God and said, why, why now is this happening? You know, I don't, I guess, I guess part of me says why, but the bigger part of me already knows why, you know, like knows that I don't believe God is behind this. I believe God will use anything and everything to get our attention. God, what are you showing me in the season and where are you taking me? Because the time will come when I get to tour again and I get to do what I love and, and it's just be in front of people, share stories and hear their stories. But this season isn't that. So I can, again, either choose to be bitter and, and, and question. I don't think there's anything wrong with being with questioning, but if it draws you into bitterness and, and being ungrateful, that's just not a healthy place to be. And God doesn't want that for us. You know, for me right now, we're just investing into the future. We're writing a ton of songs. You know, so just excited, kind of just preparing our hearts to be excited for what God is is birthing in this season. Who is your hero? Who is my hero? Oh, my goodness. And if you're not hearing a Bette Midler song in your like your head right now, (laughs) I'm missing it. (laughs) 
Don't you ever know <laughs> that you're my hero? I love that. I would say I've always been a person who does things all the way. So when I think all the way and I'm like, there's only one that's gone all the way and that's Jesus, you know, the life of Christ, the life that he lived. And I know that may be a stock Christian answer. If you're looking for a human example, I would say there are people and I watch them live that just live out an amazing example of what it means to be a husband, a father and a Christ follower. I see guys like, you know, Stephen Curtis Chapman. I like his music so much more because of the way he's been able to live out his life. I see a guy like Toby Mac and the way he is around people and he makes everybody feel like they are the center of the world. So I would say those guys are, are, are up there. So when I wanted to look up the town that you live in, I went to Google Maps, <laughs> yeah. I typed in Niverville and I started to zoom in and the first orange pin mark that came up was Tim Hortons, um, which yeah, that's right. I wanted to think that was cliche, but I mean, literally, I had to zoom in a long time before I saw Chicken Chef. So um, <laughs> I really, I feel like there's something to that. So so you're in the drive-through at Tim Hortons. How do we order our coffee like Jordan Saints here? Okay, Tim Hortons is like, it's, it's good, but it's not great. I'll get like a large coffee, too cream, you know, kind of takes away a little bit, a little of the coffee taste. So, <laughs> um, by the way, Justin Trudeau has been alerted and he's going to be showing up at your house because you just said Tim Hortons isn't that great. Uh, but <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed- it'll do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a I'm not a coffee snob, but uh, but yeah, it, it's OK. That's Jordan St. Cyr. His current hit Fires is playing on Family Life and is available everywhere you download music. Find out more about his ministry at JordanStCyr.com. If you want to learn more about the artists you hear on Family Life, check out previous episodes of 10 Minutes With. Find out where Matthew West was when he got saved in episode four and hear Keith Getty teach me how to speak Irish in episode eight. They're all available on the podcast page at familylife.org or your favorite podcast app. If you've enjoyed this episode of 10 Minutes With, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. You might also consider giving to Family Life, the listener-funded ministry that makes this and other podcasts possible. Go to familylife.org to find out more about what we do. Did you know Family Life offers a variety of podcasts? Get up to date with Family Life news or enjoy some family time with Family Life kids. There's If That Makes Sense, a Family Life original podcast where they talk about what life is really like as a Christian in your 20s. And Therese Talk, a short-form podcast to help women better serve their families and communities. They're all free and on demand at familylife.org. Just click podcast in the radio menu.